This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's gone a looking. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt here. Cody Elias joins me. The A's win this one. Defeat the Brewers 8-6. Get the sweep. The first sweep of the season. We're going to take it out to American Family Field once again to Vince Catronio. Vince, it didn't end smoothly. Not pretty by any means. But the A's did manage to get it done. What were some of the highlights for the A's during this series? Well, there's a lot to choose from, Jessica and uh, Cody. I mean, you, you look back on the A's starting pitching, or at least the guys that were the bulk pitchers, and you go back to Luis Medina, who gave up two runs in his first inning following Sam Mall as the opener on Friday. Then he throws shutout, no-hit baseball the rest of the way, as does the bullpen as they win 5-2. to two. And then Paul Blackburn does a great job. And by the way, in that first game, you can't underestimate what uh, Lucas Ursek did with two scoreless innings. Uh, protecting a lead behind Medina 5-2 to two at that point. And then Paul Blackburn, just great to have him back. We talked about that yesterday, the Road Warrior a season ago, 6-1 and one with a 2 ERA on the road, and just the calming influence, veteran presence, and we saw him really mix a lot of pitches successfully in six innings. A's uh, come back and win that game late, hold on by the final of 2-1 of to one in the 10th inning. Then today, trailing and coming back and seeing three guys club baseballs against Milwaukee and J.P. Sears pitched effectively, didn't walk anybody after five walks on Monday in Pittsburgh, and I come back to Urseg again, stranded two more inherited runners. That's nine of nine for Urseg for the Athletics as he went an inning and a third, bridging in the bottom of the sixth inning through the seventh inning. And I mean, how many times do we have to talk about Ruiz with runners in scoring position? He just continues to get the job done. Huge two-run double for the A's as much as we found out much needed in the ninth inning. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of good things happened. It was wonky, certainly, with two outs and one strike on the next batter. Then suddenly things were beginning to get a bit out of control, and Sam Long has to come in and clean it up. But uh, it's going to be a happy flight for sure. And I think for the Athletics, uh, you know, a team now that has some belief, has some confidence, and they're going to need every last ounce of that because as they get home for uh, Tampa Bay, they're going to face the best team in baseball, clearly, in the Tampa Bay Rays, and we'll see what the A's have to offer them. Now, Vince, J.P. Sears, another great outing. His last six starts, he's a 2-5-3 ERA in 32 innings in the, over those last six starts. Gets his first win since September 20th of last year against Seattle. What's been working for the left-hander? Well, for me, it's the changeup and just the introduction of that pitch more and more in games. He, I didn't look it up today how many times he threw it in today's game, but he threw it 17% in his last game, and, and even though the, the walks were there, he still was effective in the game. So uh, today, let's see, he had uh, just four swings and misses. As I, as I scroll through what he had to offer today, he threw the changeup 24 times. He threw it 27%. That's a career high for him. That's a pitch that has grown in confidence that helps set up the sweeper inside on right-hand batters, gives him something going away, a different look down and away to the right-hand batters. So for me, if I'm looking for something on what has improved for J.P., I say it's that pitch because today 
he had trouble getting inside with the fastball. Just couldn't get there on the inside corner, and that's what was getting him in trouble. He had 24 swings on fastballs, only two swings and misses on that pitch. Tells you that it wasn't located that well. And Vince, you mentioned Lucas Erceg. Everything he's done has been, I believe you used the term marvelous or some derivative. He's been really a strong find for the A's. What have you liked about him? It's, it's an incredible story that just continues to add chapters, Jessica. Just seeing this kid that was at AAA and still basically learning the position of being a pitcher. You know, he's got a great arm, and certainly we've seen a very good changeup, but that didn't guarantee that he was going to come to the big leagues and have success. And, and the manner in which Marcotte has used him now in some pretty significant leverage situations with 99 with the power fastball with a decent slider but a very good changeup, a changeup that's really opened up the eyes of a lot of different scouts around baseball. I would think that the Milwaukee Brewers, as they uh, mutter their way through their family day festivities after the game here, they're, they're saying to themselves in the front office, why did we let this guy get away? Why did we let him go out on waivers and a ton of credit to the A's front office and player development that saw that, saw something in Urseg that they knew they could take advantage of. And look, the A's have opportunities, right? I mean, you're, you're having the kind of season the A's are. They're looking for somebody that they can build around, and Urseg has gotten that opportunity. And at least in his case, he's taken advantage of. He's a wonderful guy to talk to. He's certainly not afraid to tell, to tell the story about the demons that he's had in his, in his life and how he's been able to kind of work his way through that on a day-by-day basis. I love the guy. I love talking to him. He, he's an ace fan, you know, growing up in Campbell outside of San Jose. All those things um, really in favor for a ball club that's, that's looking for some things to build on, and he's on that list for sure. Uh, Vince, last one for you. This has nothing to do with baseball. You mentioned Family Day at American Family Field. What was it like the last few days working with Dominic? Well, you're going to make me cry is what you're going to do. Uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it really was. I mean, just uh, I, as, as my, uh, my wife, Veronica, was here too, his mom, all weekend and just hearing the comments from folks that know who Dominic is and found out who I was and just saying so many positive things about our son. We all, as parents, you just want your kids to be happy and healthy and uh, do a good job where they're working. And he has presented all that stuff. Uh, you know, I just love being around him. Brian Anderson, who loves him to death, works with him, you know, on, on the games here and works with him on TBS. Bob Euchre likes him as well. It's just it's really humbling, I mean, to, to, to do this. I know we don't work together anymore like we did in spring training with the A's, having fun with, with, those, with those broadcasts. And maybe, maybe somewhere down the line that might come back. I don't know. But in the interim, he's happy here. He's spending his third season with the Brewers doing pregames and postgames and, uh, you know, working with uh, the TV guys and traveling nationally for TBS. He's really good at what he does. But uh, just as a dad, I'm just proud of the way he represents himself and the kind of comments that, that we got all weekend, it just uh, it really warms your heart. Proud Thanks Papa, for making me I cry. <laughs> Cody actually gave – he was actually very proud of himself to make you cry. And you made I mean, me and tell, I, mean I, I went on a show today. We had a blast. I didn't know he was going to do this uh, how well do you know your son uh, trivia questions, and uh, I got most of them right. I had enough good answers when I got the answer wrong that at least they were in, they were in contention. So I think I know my son pretty well, and uh, it was just – it was a blast. So it was, I wish him the best. I know he's trying to get a play-by-play job. He's come close a few places. He's knocking on the door and someday that dream will come true for him and, and it'll be a lot of fun for a kid that really works really hard. Definitely. I'm glad a lot you smarter got than his dad. He's got a better voice than his dad. Fortunately, he's got the same hairline as his dad. Nothing I can do about that. 
<laughs> of course, can't have it all. I'm glad you got that moment with him, Vince. Have a safe flight back, and we'll see you back at the Coliseum. See you guys on Monday. Thank you. Coming up next on the A's Clubhouse Show, Cody and I dig a little bit deeper into the win, and we'll be taking your calls as well. Give us a call, 833-625-2278 on the A's Clubhouse Show, on the A's Cast, and the A's Radio Network. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The A's win this one, 8-6. to six. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. And Cody, it's a really beautiful thing. We talked to Vince about this. Being able to decipher what were the highlights throughout, not just this game, but the series, he was able to kind of check mark all of them. But I feel like the one thing that the A's needed to concentrate on and improving was their pitching. Starting pitching across the series was just dynamite. Yeah, just the the staff overall over the last six um yeah, over the last six games, the team ERA is three thirty-three, which is pretty good. That's down from the very high ERA that it was in the, the fives prior. The bullpen ERA has gone down. The starting starters ERA has gone down. We saw another win from a starting pitcher in JP Sears today. As I told Vince, his first win since September 20th of last year against Seattle. He's now in his last six starts gone. He's got his first win, but he's gone with a 253 ERA, 27 strikeouts, just eight walks in the 32 and a third innings. Vince mentioned he's thrown this ch- change up more 24 times today. I know he didn't get as many swings and misses, but he got five strikeouts today. He looked good. I know. And it's funny, the last time we did post game together, JP Sears went just five innings in that start and only threw 59 pitches and was taken out. We know how that game ended against Seattle, but he pitched much different, much better today. I watched him pitch in Pittsburgh when the when the A's took on the Pirates. Um, he's a completely different guy the last six starts, and it's good to see that they're starting to get some good quality starting pitching from their starters. Yeah, and I spoke to him. He was on the A's Total Access show presented by Chevron not that long ago, actually before his last start. And he was saying that he was working on that changeup. He was trying to utilize some of those specialty pitches. And the way he's able to improve himself as innings go on is something that's been really admirable. Makes me think of Justin Verlander, who just gets better and better as the innings go by. And before today... He earned, you know, he earned his first win today, but heading into this game, he was just one of three pitchers with 10 plus starts this season that hasn't won a game. So I know we don't love pitcher wins there, whatever, but you baseball nerds are obsessed with numbers. So we have to attach numbers to these guys. So that's important, but it's a really good outing for him. And I think 
overall, just the hitting has been stronger. Heading into this game in the month of June, the A's were hitting 261. Definitely stronger in this outing overall. Considered compared really to their April, and you were talking about that earlier. Just the wins reflect that. I think we are we have we surpassed our April wins already? Yeah, in April, uh, the A's won. Uh, where I had it, I just had it. Here he goes. In April, we won five games. In May, we won six. In June, we already have five. So we're already at our win total in April. We've won. We won. Had our first sweep. We've won five in a row. I told you the morning before we came on, they can't take away our March where we where the A's are undefeated in that month. They can never take that away from us. But they played a lot better. The you saw today. I know Ramon Laureano lost his 11 game hitting streak, but you saw Ryan Nota step up. His on base percentage is now 410, which is fourth highest in all of Major League Baseball, and it's the highest among rookies. But we knew that already. Estuary Ruiz or Estes for short, as we call him. Another hit with runners in scoring position. He's now hitting 410 with runners in scoring position. He has 26 runs driven in. The guy's been a godsend as the leadoff hitter and with runners in scoring position. I know you sent out a tweet saying Ruiz slash R-I-S-P, which he's been unbelievable as your leadoff mm-hmm. hitter. Uh, there's been a lot of good signs. Seth Brown, the 11 pitch at bat. That was an incredible at bat by Seth Brown. Then he hits the home run, and then Brent Roker, they go back to back. It's a good sign to see the offense starting to hit a home runs. Now, don't rely on the home run like the Yankees do because that's not, I mean, that, that hasn't worked out for the Yankees. And I, yes, the A's have 17 wins. So we're not looking for them to reach the postseason right now. But hey, I think right now it's like 20 and a half games out of the wild card. Not saying it, never, never say never, but it's, it's a good sign to see that they played a lot better. And they're now six and three versus the vaunted NL Central. I will say, Bleacher Reports tweeting about it. The MLB usual, typical account is tweeting about the A's. So people are paying attention to certain things that are going on. And we mentioned it. We love a happy flight, a happy flight back home. And something that I know Mark Kotze was preaching. I was going to ask Vince about this heading into the show about good, clean baseball, but I felt that last inning wasn't a reflective situation of what we should be talking about when it comes to good, clean. But overall, you take that inning out, and I think that they can confidently say they're heading into this homestand, not only playing good, clean baseball, but another thing that Kotze was talking about was the culture, Cody. And winning, of course, is part of that culture, but even more importantly, these guys are trying to define themselves. And I'm talking about beyond just the young players. We have Fuji, who is going back in the bullpen, which we'll touch on later because I know you like to talk about Fuji, but also – James Caprillion was struggling there for a bit. Was he going to be a starter? Was he going to be a long man? Was he going to come out of the bullpen? And luckily we have some injury updates to hopefully signify and solidify really his starting role now and feeding off of Paul Blackburn, but just the clubhouse culture, James Caprillion blasting the music. I feel like the A's needed to develop that culture and you can't develop a culture without that confidence and that winning perspective. Yeah, and that's a good point. And now with the team sitting here with a five-game winning streak, which is tied for the uh, longest winning streak in Major League Baseball with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who seemingly just don't lose, uh, they, they're playing really good baseball. They have 40 wins already. The A's are now only one win behind the Kansas City Royals. And we can kind of start slowly maybe moving off that narrative of the you know the historic start and how you know the record at the end of the year, how bad the team could be. I, I did the math, and I, my math could be wrong, but usually it's pretty right. We're on pace for 41 wins as of now. Uh, they're obviously, the 1962 Mets won 42 games. Um, they won 42 and 120. So we're almost there. We can get past that narrative with the on pace. So we kind of we can move past that negative talking point of how 
historically bad the team started, but they played much better lately. They have a winning record in June. The five five wins in a row, you're seeing the growth of the starting pitching. Paul Blackburn coming back has been great. Great outing yesterday. Then you got Sears today. His area on the year is now down to 415. He's been the A's most consistent starter, especially his last uh, what is his last six starts. He's been unbelievable. And the hitting starting to come around. And that's a good sign because the team never it seemed like they couldn't put all three phases together. And now they're finally they're finally doing it. And that's that's a good thing to see. I agree. Heading into the season, it was we could breathe when it was an offensive team. The offense was putting on a show, was hitting the ball well defensively. It wasn't there. Pitching wise, it wasn't there. And Mark Kotze understood what was going on. He was aware of what was going on. And like I said, heading into the season, he wanted to develop that culture. But let's see what the manager, Mark Kotze, had to say after the game. Martin, you getting out tonight? Are you getting home? Yeah. Talk to you about how good this road trip felt before the game, but now um, to close it out like that with the win uh, going back home, how good does this feel to, to pick this up? Yeah, it's a, it's a great feeling. Um, as you can tell, you know, the guys are excited in the locker room. Um, they played really good baseball these last three days, and uh, obviously you got the results that uh, that we've been looking for and uh, against a, a really good ball club, a first-place team. and uh, it says a lot about that room, that character, and... Uh, again, we talked a lot about it yesterday, but um, you know, it was a big team win today. It took just about everybody, which was, uh, you know, what we wanted. What we want to do. The at bat by Brown there, the three-run homer, 0-2, 11 pitches. Just how quality the at bat is to just extend, keep extending, to finally get the pitch you wanted. Yeah, no, that, that's an at bat that changes games, and uh, you know, you warp, warm down, warp all the down, and uh, you know, you could see him getting closer and closer, and. Um, you know, there was the right approach. I think, you know, the balls he was fouling off were more middle away, and then he got one more on the plate and uh, was able to, uh, you know, deposit it over the right field fence. So it was a great at bat and, and one that really uh, impacted the game. Nice to finally get JP a win. I know he's had a couple of outings like that where he hasn't been able to come out on top, but what do you think of his outing today? Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, you know, it, it, these young guys are are going through this season, and uh, and JP is an example of the growth that we're, we've been talking about. Um, you know, it, it, you you watch these starters, and you start to see they're out there with a little more mound presence, with a little more confidence, and I think that's where JP's at right now. And you know, it's our job to to, to help build that confidence and. And also understand, you know, these guys are going through this for the first time. So, uh, you know, I'm sure he wanted to go back out for that sixth inning. But, you know, 88 pitches in after 110 last outing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing both. We're trying to, we're trying to, you know, save some bullets for the end of the season, which they're going to experience for the first time, and, and yet challenge them enough to, to put them through situations where they're going to uh, uh, develop and, and get better at We'll talk a little bit more about that as the A's Clubhouse show on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network continues. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hey, A's fans. 
you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Yeah, this mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. The A's, five in a row, first time this year, first sweep of the season. And they've won five games in a row for the first time since 2021. That was a long time ago. Jess, where were you in 2021? Um, Probably in just as disbelief as I am right now that the A's won five in a row. Uh, I make it seem like it's so long ago that 2021 it was two years ago. I mean, it's not like we're talking about. Like I had to remind myself it wasn't just last year, Jess, but it was. It was two years ago. That's crazy. I mean, if you want to drastically, you know, blow your mind, just look at the roster from 21 to now and how many different players. I mean, Seth Brown's still on the team and Tony Kemp, but not a lot in Blackburn, but not a lot of guys. Ramon, not a lot of guy, a lot of chain turnover, but. This team is getting people is getting people excited. I mean, I'm getting excited. I'm not going to say that I, you know. How, how, how can I put this? I'm not going to, I'm fully like, I'm excited for the future because we still got some young, young players. We want to see like Soderstrom and Geloff in the minor leagues, but they're putting together wins. And that's all you can ask for right now is they're starting to play a lot better as, uh, as June comes around in July and the dog days of summer, because we're only, believe it or not. And it's crazy blink. And we're almost at the all-star break and then the trade deadline. And this team could look even more different when, when those two uh, dates approach. 
Yeah, and it's the perfect timing right now too. And I was I was thinking about how June is across the board right now and how we were talking about strength of schedule. It feels like the A's can't take a breath at all. And that's kind of a nod to how competitive some of these teams are. And I've talked to actually former players about this and turned, you know, broadcasters and they're noticing it's so different right now these days compared to back in their time when there was always one or two dominating teams. And this time around, there's a lot of dominating teams, you know, and we faced them, right? The Atlanta Braves, that was a tough team to face. And the Pirates were on a hot streak. Uh, the Astros are always going to be tough. We're heading into a series where we're going to be facing the best team in baseball, the Rays, and then the Phillies. Of course, they don't let up in all, at all. So we shouldn't take away some of these wins. And I also think that it's important for us to remind ourselves wins are one thing, but when you're winning against teams like the Braves, like the Pirates, and then we just mentioned the Brewers, you know, heading into a really tough divisional team. And it's been great to see. And I think it's important for these guys to head back to the Coliseum on that note, not just because of what the team is about to face right now, but having everything work together and, we mentioned Ruiz and how runners in scoring position all day. And even when he's not, he had that one game where he went 0 for 6, but the rest of the team picked up for him. You had Jace Peterson shoving at the plate, and you have Noda getting on base. Even if he's striking out, he still finds ways to make his way there. And I think that's really important to see, to see not just one guy picking up the slack for everybody else. Yeah, and you mentioned Ruiz. I threw it out there, early, you know, in the last segment. But he's hitting now four ten with runners in scoring position. He's been so good with with guys on base and getting guys in. But today it was it was the the eleven pitch at bat by Seth Brown that really turned the game around with the three run homer. Then Rooker hitting the the solo shot to go back to back. And you kind of felt like okay, that you know they, that's a good sign for this offense maybe breaking out even more. Like I said, Ramon Laureano lost his eleven game hitting streak, but the other guys stepped up in a big way. I mean, if you really want to take anything out of this, out of the lineup today, and, and we're not trying to dwell on the negative, the only negative from the game today is Tony Kemp still hasn't gotten a hit since May 20th. Um, I know he's had less playing time now, but he's over his last 24. Um, I know he got on base his last at bat, but it's just been, it's been kind of, um, it's been surprising to see because Tony's been pretty, pretty um, reliable for the A's and consistent when he gets a chance, a chance to play, but the last you know, m almost month, he, he's been kind of, you know, scuffling. So we've seen his playing time go down, but everyone else kind of picked him up in a, in a big way. Kevin Smith, uh, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, was that a little sign of Vegas, Kevin Smith, hopefully, because nobody likes it more in Vegas than Kevin Smith because he, he was killing the ball in the PCL, but it was a good sign to see him at the home run. But three long balls today, I mean, you can't complain if you want to see a power show and the A's put that on. And 17 wins, 13 of them are against teams that are 500 or better. So, I mean, that's, that, that's a, a positive, right? Absolutely. And I think I don't want to say I don't want to say it till we're blue in the face, but I think the one shining thing that I've been very impressed with was the starting pitching. You know, JP Sears, of course, increasing that usage of his change up, the the ability to go further in the game and starting it off just really, really tough and showing that he deserves to be there. And here's what he had to say after today's game. Yeah, yeah. Um... 
yeah, I was uh, happy to get through five there. Um, yeah, I didn't feel like I had my best stuff today, but, um, you know, great job by the offense today. You know, I was really proud of those guys. They had, like, some great at-bats, you know, throughout the whole game, even early on. Um, you know, they were on the tack with them. And, um, yeah, as far as I got, I worked my change up really good in there today. I feel like my slider didn't really do that much. So um, the change up was huge. Carlos uh, caught a great game back there. And, um, you know, just uh, moving my fastball on both sides of the plate was good. And um, kind of doing some good change-ups today. I feel like kind of kept me going through that fifth inning where, uh, I got behind on a couple batters, kind of got me back in the count for sure. Just in general, what's been the difference for this team the last handful of days to win five straight against yeah. teams first and second? Yeah, for bit? sure, for sure. I think is um, you know, like you know, we've been started off the year slow, but like you know, we're we're all still competitors. Um, regardless of the situation, you know, we're gonna go out there and compete, and um, and guys, we're just gonna take advantage of our opportunities. And I feel like that our offense is, uh, you know, they're they've been slowly putting together really good games, they're just having really good at bats, and um, you know, the starting pitching is. <laughs> been more consistent the past two or three weeks and I feel like it starts there with starting pitching and then the offense getting going and um, you know the bullpen has just been really good the past this road trip and you know so we're looking to kind of you know, keep it up and uh, keep the energy up and um, you know it's definitely been there so far the past past week or so. What was it feeling like in the dugout just seeing Brown home run and yeah. Booker back to back? Like yeah that was awesome um, you know got, got two runs off in the air early um, you know Yelich put a good swing on a fastball middle and um and then, you know, left that slider a little bit too much over the plate. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I knew I knew the guys were going to battle back, and I just wanted to hang in there and, you know, get through five or six for them. And, um, like I said, you know, a lot of good at-bats today. And, um, and Carlos called a great game. He also hit the ball hard a lot. So I don't think guys are just starting to click and, you know, starting to build confidence and, and feeling comfortable out there and feeling comfortable with the plate. And, uh, you know, guys are slowly starting to get their roles and knowing what, you know, what to expect each game going into each game. So far, like just rotationally, just each guy following each other. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that you know having Paul back is a huge, huge for us because you know he gives us that stability of knowing that we know he's going to go out there and, and give us six, seven innings every time. And um, having a guy like that around is uh, kind of you kind of build off that. And um, you know every guy, everybody that goes out there after him wants to match him and you know try and do better. And um, so having him back is huge. And uh, you know all of us uh, younger guys, you know we're slowly getting developing well. And I feel like that you know the more that we're in the zone, the more we're you know, we're pitching in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning, you know, the better our team's going to do. So hopefully just keep that up. It's interesting for him to say Pauly B is the guy that is consistent, can go through six or seven innings, because we had JP painted up as that guy when Pauly B was away with injury for a little bit, Cody. Yeah, JP Sears has been the most consistent eighth starter. Like I said, last six starts, a 2.53 ERA, 27 strikeouts, eight walks, and 32 innings. He's been great. Five strikeouts today. Majority of his strikeouts were on his four-seam fastball, but he threw the changeup a lot more. Um, he threw his fastball 50. He threw 50 fastballs, 24 changeups, a slider 10. He'll do the sweeper four times, which he usually uses a sweeper a little bit more than that, which it's been a good sign seeing that he's using his changeup more, and you can't ask for more from what J.P. Sears has given to the ace. He's been a, I hate to use the expression, but a bulldog for the starting rotation, the ERA down the 415. I'm not saying that he's the A's all-star because we're still a month from the all-star game, but it's going to be interesting to see when you look at, you know, because every team has to have an all-star. The A's have multiple guys that have a good, that can have a good bid as an all-star. You got Ruiz with what he's been able to do with stolen bases. You got Brent Rooker. He's kind of regressed, but he had the home run today. You got what Ryan Noto's doing. He's fourth in baseball and on-base percentage. And then obviously what J.P. Sears has been able to do as a starting pitcher one of those guys is going to be the all-star. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I think it's going to be one of those four guys. I don't know which one's going to get chosen, but I think if those are the four guys you're going to the pick from. I think if Paul Blackburn was around, pitched a little longer without all the fingernail and finger issues, he probably would have been the all, he could have been the all-star again like he was last year. But 
Um, there's not much more you can ask out of JP Sears. I mean, he's even, he's pitching deeper into games. I know he only want five today, but he's pitched well the last six, and that's all you can ask for from a young starting pitcher. And he's been the best guy out of all those young starting pitchers the A's have so far. Absolutely. And he said it himself, too. It goes across the pitching period. He even talked about the bullpen. Lucas Ursag himself was just dominant on the mound. Once again, our own Alex Jensen caught up with him, and this is what he had to say. Now show continues. The A's sweep the Brewers with an 8-6 win in the series finale on this Sunday afternoon for Milwaukee. Alex Jensen joined by A's reliever Lucas Ursaig. A scoreless inning in a third for you, Lucas. And nine inherited runners now for you on the season. None have scored. Kind of take me through what's going through your mind when you have a situation like you had coming in in the six, runners on the corners and two outs, the tying run 90 feet away. How do you keep yourself calm? Uh, you know, just kind of stick to the, uh, you know, the scattering reports that we have out in the bullpen and, and you know, just talking to the pitching staff and uh, the, the pitching coaches to just figure out what my strengths are against each hitter and kind of uh, map that out as the game goes. Um, you know, we get put into situations where we're going to have to face, you know, um, maybe a pinch-hitted lefty like Rowdy Telez. I mean, that's an unbelievable hitter right there. Um, but as long as I can kind of work with my strengths and, uh, you know, kind of point out, you know, what weaknesses he has up there, um, it goes a long way. And at that point, you just got to, you know, control the heart rate and, and try and execute to the best of your ability. Fastball uh, slider and the, uh, the changeup for you. You mentioned working on the changeup a little bit. What results have you seen with that pitch and how has it been effective? Yeah, you know, uh, like I said, my changeup has always been my most comfortable pitch. I can, I feel like I can... Um, have the confidence to throw it in any count. Um, and I think it really plays well um, with my fastballs because, you know, obviously, like, I, I, like, to, throw, I like to throw the ball hard. Um, <laughs> but, allow, like, uh, uh, using the changeup to kind of throw hitters off and kind of uh, mess with their timing a little bit has yeah. been the most important thing. And, and you know, just developing and kind of learning about the sequences of, of when to use the changeup, when to use the fastball and kind of play off each other. Um, it goes a long way, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to get the results that I've wanted, and uh, yeah. It was a 2-0 changeup to Telez, right, to get him to ground out to second base. Take me through the approach on a 2-0 changeup. You obviously don't want to fall behind 3-0. It's a pitch you want contact on, right? Yeah, 100%. But at the end of the day, uh, even though we didn't have a base open at, at first, um, you know, I, I didn't really want to give Rowdy Telez anything that he, he could hit in the gaps. Um, so I knew that sticking, sticking to the changeup there was probably the best bet uh, to maybe try and get some soft contact as long as I executed down. Uh, the first two changeups that I threw to him, um, I did execute down. He just kind of figured, you know, that I was coming at him with that. Um, I don't know if he was expecting to see a third one, but, you know, that was all part of the plan. And, and like I said, fortunately, I was able to execute down in the zone and get that soft contact. Three to third scoreless for you this week against your former organization. A lot of guys you know over there and, and maybe have faced in the past. Uh, any extra kind of uh, adrenaline running through your body when you take the field here in Milwaukee? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's crazy to, you know, pitch against the team that you got drafted by and kind of, you know, played your whole career with, um, you know. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, you against the baseball. It's not you against your former teammates. You, you can't think about it that way. You just have to go out there and, and stick to what you do best and, and let the game play out, you know, the way it's supposed to.
finally pitching in the big leagues and it seems like you've kind of moved your way up into more leverage type of situations. Is it a, a, a situation for you where you are kind of gaining more confidence with every outing that you make at this level? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gaining more confidence, gaining more trust in, in you know, just um, having that belief in, in my abilities and, and uh, going out there and just trying to be consistent and execute. And, uh, you know, I, I think that goes a long way. Um, you know, you try not to get too high and you try not to get too low. You just kind of ride the wave and, and uh, you know, focus on what you, what you can do best and, you know, just go from there. Lucas Ursaig, appreciate your time. Get ready for a happy flight back to Oakland. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, that's A's reliever Lucas Ursaig after the A's defeat the Brewers by the final of 8-6, to six, a sweep in, Mar- in uh, Milwaukee, and a 5-4 and four road trip for the Athletics. Cody and Jess, back to you. Thanks, Alex. Lucas Ursaig has been great for the A's. This was his 10th appearance. His ERA now down to 338. Uh, he's only allowed a run in three of his 10 appearances, which is which is remarkable for a guy who was a former infielder who's now throwing 100 miles an hour from Campbell, which is about 10 minutes from where I sit right now in San Jose. Uh, it's a great story. The nine inherited runners, that, and not, none of them have scored. I mean, I feel like the last time we talked about that stat, Agnosium uh, from an A's reliever, is all the way back when Ryan Dahl was an all-star for the mm-hmm. A's and how good Ryan Dahl was with his ability to keep guys from scoring when he inherited them. But Lucas Ursig has been great for the A's, and that's been a great find for David Force in the front office. Yeah, and I think it was Mero Petit as well. He was really good at kind of keeping guys from scoring. And, you know, speaking of 2021, Lucas Ursig dropped a ride the wave in that interview. And it makes me think about just some of the overall aspects of some of these pitchers. I mean, I mean, every pitcher, period, every baseball player, really, period, it's hard to find the balance when you're constantly going up and down and he's been able to do it. And, you know, he's most comfortable throwing that change up, which seems like, you know, it's obviously a similar thing that JP Sears is doing and being able to trip him up. And a guy, like you mentioned, who's throwing a hundred miles an hour, former position player who I always have extra respect for being able to, you know, make things interesting when they're throwing some of those off-speed things and and he is comfortable with it and being able to duo it up with that fastball is always something positive to see. Yeah, he goes an inning in the third today, gets a second hold, he strikes out one, he walks one, ERA down the 338. And he's just been a great find. And I misspoke. I said Ryan Dahl, the all-star. Ryan Dahl was great with inherited runners. Ryan Cook was the A's all-star that I was I was I wondering, I was like, did I miss that? Cool. No, I mean, good for him. I got my Ryan's my my uh, A's reliever Ryan's confused, but we got Road Trip Mike on the line. Road Trip Mike, our right, well, first question because I know you were uh, been on the road for a while. What's better, American Family Field or PNC Park? Oh, PNC Park, hands down. With the view, the view alone, PNC Park. Um, here though, you get a great tour. I got to go down the slide, uh, the Bernie slide. And that was a lot of fun. So it's been a great time. But what you're seeing in the ball players is they're talking after they get out or something. They're they're conversing and the confidence level is just taking off. And you can see it the way they're carrying themselves. And that's a good thing to see. And I saw Dallas Braden actually went down the slide uh, earlier today. I think it was today. They showed it on NBC Sports California, Dallas going down the slide, which he made it down successfully. It sounds like you made it down successfully. I know Dave Vassay from the Dodgers television network did not make it down successfully last year. I think he ended up getting hurt. I forget what, what limb he he broke or fractured, but that happened. And they put, like, the chalk outline when he got hurt, like, when that happened. Yeah. 
it's been a it, it seems like that ballpark is great uh do you prefer the pierogi races or the sausage race oh the sausage races and the reason is because the pierogi races i'm still pissed about uh pittsburgh because sal hasn't won a race in two years in like the I pierogi races. when I, I grew up in pittsburgh when he when i grew up there um Sauerkraut Sal never lost. Now all of a sudden he doesn't win. So my source, who's one of the racers, told me there's some kind of there's some kind of story behind that. I don't know the uh, the what it is, but that's what I was told that Sal doesn't win. It, it's really it's really alarming. I know people don't have no idea probably what we're talking about. But yeah, Sauerkraut Sal used to be the guy. He was like the yeah. freeze in Atlanta. He never lost, and now all of a sudden everyone beats him. Yeah, and, and so I kind of feel sorry for Sal. But the, the races here were a lot better today. They had the juniors start or finish it after the big dog started it, and it was it was a really nice time. for a family. It's a great atmosphere. So how many how many ballparks do you have left on your uh, on your agenda for this this season? Uh, for this season, oh boy! All I know is I will see the A's in fifty games on the road. And on this trip alone, then I'll see him in Cleveland, Toronto, Detroit, and Boston. Okay, wow, that's that. Well, I mean, going to I've never been to Fenway. Jess, have you been to Fenway? I've never been to Fenway. No. Uh, we expect a we expect a full report. I've talked to a lot of people about Fenway, but I want to hear what you have to say. Have you been to Fenway before, Mike? I've been to Fenway before, but um, see, I used to umpire high school and college baseball. So Dustin Pedroia, I actually umpired him in high school, and he took care of me and my sister with tickets and on the field and everything else. So I can't really rate it until I go there myself. So I've got a tour for me and my sister and my niece, and I'm looking forward to going on it. Well, it seems like just like when – because I was in Pittsburgh on the road trip with, uh, before the team got there, and the team's played well since I showed up at PNC Park. They're now 5-1 and one, uh, in, the last, in the last week, and – Seems like you're you were a good uh, good good omen. Good luck for the A's as well. So keep traveling with the team. Keep giving us a call, and we appreciate you calling in today, Mike. Oh, I certainly will. You guys be safe and take it easy. Thanks, you Mike. Um, also, Alex Jensen is good luck. Let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean Stockton was uh wasn't playing well to start the year. Then they got hot all of a sudden, and I don't know if we can you know we can attribute all that to Alex, but he comes up here and the A's start winning. So. Uh, Alex and I, we we had a we had a beverage um, after the game Monday night, and since then the A's haven't lost. So I'm just saying, I don't know if it's Alex, I don't know if it's me, but the team hasn't lost since Monday night when it's, Alex. And I had it's a beer. definitely Alex, Cody. Um, so we also asked Vince Catronio. I texted him, asked him if he likes the pierogi races versus the sausage races more, and he said that he prefers the sausage races because they are standard. They are the standard. Uh, well, Vince, Vince was telling me how much he liked the pierogies when he was in Pittsburgh, that he was excited to have one. So I don't know. I love I don't, pierogies. Yeah. It's, it's a real, if, it, if no one's ever had them, go find Mrs. T's pierogies at, at your local supermarket and try them and try them out. Cause they, they're totally worth it. But yeah, getting back to the game, a nice thing too, about the Brewers today is they rely on the home run about 43% of the time and keeping them inside the ballpark was a, uh, was a good sign for the A starting pitchers. I went JP Sears. Did he? I I'm now drawing a blank. To, I forget how many Sears gave up the one home run. So and he's been kind of susceptible to the, the yeah. home run this year. But other than that, you kept a team in that relies on the home run. They're one of the top ten teams in the league that relies on the home run, and you're only keeping you kept them off the board for just one. Uh, that's pretty impressive, and that just shows you how good JP Sears has been lately. Absolutely, and I feel 
like things are, I think it's good to have the team come together behind him as well, because oftentimes you have a strong pitcher, but it gets overshadowed by what's lacking either on the field or at the plate. And I feel like with everything looking successful for the A's, that's going to make him better, every other pitcher better. And like he said, you know, having Polly B returned is is better. And I've just noticed that, you know, Paul has taken more of a leadership role, not that he never did, but it's definitely more so this, this season, especially I've noticed the clubhouse dynamic is just different. Everybody is looking up to Polly B a lot more. So having him back with the team is, is good, not only because of what he's able to do on the mound, but outside of it. And even they, I think it was Vince or Alex yesterday saying his presence alone made such a difference. And I feel like that's just going to help everything. And JP said it himself, you know, and I think that's great. Give us a call 833-625-2278 coming up on the A's clubhouse show on A's cast and the A's radio network. Cody and I dig deeper on the eight to six win. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's, and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA, not one penny has ever been lost. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. 
Now that here it comes and Brown swings and drives it to right field. Going back is Anderson turning around. It is gone. A home run for Seth Brown. An 11 pitch at bat ends in a three run homer and Brown gives the A's the lead. It's 3-2 athletics here in the top of the fourth. Rooker a check swing bouncer to first in his first at bat. He swings and drives one high and deep to left field. Forget about it. That is way out of here. Brent Rooker goes deep to left field. His 13th home run. The A's go back to back, and their lead is now 4-2. to two. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Those highlights were brought to you by Corona. Brent Rooker, Seth Brown, the back-to-back in the fourth inning. The A's have now hit eight home runs in the month of June, and they are now 5-4 and four in the month of June as well. And on a five-game winning streak, which is impressive because now you got to Here's a real litmus test for you, Jess. Uh, you got the best team in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays, coming in, who are 48 and 20 the last time I checked. Let me just make sure my standings didn't update here, but I'm pretty sure that they are 48 and 20. Uh, wow. That's going to be a good team that we're going to see at the Coliseum starting tomorrow. We do get to skip on Shane McClanahan, so there is a bonus there. But yeah, not only are they the best team in baseball, but they remain hot as well. So you, you think about the World Series where you have the best team going up against the hottest team. That rolled into one. And I think it'll be good for the A's too. I'm not calling these games flukes, but people always say that when you're the worst team in baseball and you have some of these wins, they could easily call that a fluke. So it'll be a good test for them. I'm looking forward to it. I love when the Rays are in town. I know A's cast loves when the Rays are in town because you get Kevin Cash on there, hopefully. I'm not sure if I'm just if I should have said anything or anything, but you guys do like to have him on the show. Yeah, he is a friend of the program, but no cashy this time. We're going to try to get, we're going to try to get Chris Prieto, their first base coach. Johnny actually knows him. Johnny Dosco knows him from his time in Sacramento. So with, with the race coming to town and Johnny will be uh, hosting Ace Cast Live with Ray Jensen and myself tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday, while Townie is enjoying a well-deserved vacation in Hawaii. Don't know which island. Never asked him. I actually looked at my phone and he just sent me a movie. So I'm assuming it's him somewhere on the golf course or that, of course, it's him golfing in, in Hawaii. That's what I got a video of. Um, but I'm excited for the Rays to be here because I, I like it, it for so many years. It was always comparing what the A's and the Rays do stylistically, front office wise, the players about, you know, player development. The Rays are just on a whole nother level right now with what they're doing. Wander Franco is having a great year. They're starting. They've lost. Pit, they've lost so many pitchers in Rasmussen and Jeffrey Springs, but guys like Zach Eflin, who's got the biggest contract, um, free agent contract in the history of the franchise, well, I think it was three for forty-one million. He's been good. You mentioned McClanahan. He's been awesome. They lost Fairbanks, their starter, but other bullpen guys have stepped up. Or their closer, other guys have stepped up. So it's going to be interesting to see them come in. And then you got Philly coming in over the weekend. They're thirty-two and thirty-three. They're struggling, I guess, a little bit. Uh, Bryce Harper not doing a. I wouldn't say he's struggling, but he's not the Bryce Harper of old, but that also he just had Tommy Johnson. He's probably still building building up a little bit. Yeah, the, the one guy that's that's not having a great year for them is Kyle Schwarber, uh, which is going to be interesting to see him hit at the Coliseum. I haven't seen Schwarber play in a long time. you got Trey Turner, who's obviously not living up to that contract. So we got a big week of baseball coming up at the Coliseum. Yeah, and, you know, and especially with the Rays, I actually covered a story recently on the comeback and I wrote about Kyle Bloom and, you know, he started his career with the Rays. And the reason why he went over to the Red Sox was because the Red Sox wanted to copy his ways of the low monetary 
payroll and still being able to put out a competitive team. And he said, it's really simple. It's as simple as developing basically the guys that you work with. And he met the front office that he was working with and being able to show that alignment. And it's not that complicated. It's more or less just putting out the right numbers, putting that on the field and working well together. But he said he has no surprises why that team's so successful. So it's good to know that he's paying attention to that as well. And they're also, you know, very good. And it's, it's, he's also not surprised about how, how well they're actually playing. And you're right. It's always been the Rays and the A's having a similar payroll or lack thereof and still being able to push out competitive teams. And I'm, really obsessed with the Phillies and just what they were able to do this off season. I covered Trey Turner heavily during the WBC. So I'm really excited to see him in person. I've never watched him play baseball in person. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. He's always been a nationally guy, you know, originally a Padre then goes over in the trade with to the nationals and then the Dodgers. And now he's with the Phillies. He's never been in the American league. So it's me. It'll be interesting to see them, but back to the Rays and Heim Bloom. He was he was the guy that was kind of like the architect. Well, actually, Andrew Friedman was the architect of what they've done, and Heim worked under him, and Eric Neander, who's their uh, president of baseball ops now, and Andrew Friedman's now in L.A., and we've seen what the Dodgers were able to do. Heim Bloom's not having a good uh, run there in Boston. They're a game under 500. They're taking on the Yankees tonight on Sunday Night Baseball because, of course, it's the Yankees-Red Sox, and we have to have that shoved down our throat every time they play, even though no one here cares about Yankees-Red Sox, uh, the, the rivalry. But, yeah, Heim's having – Coming from Tampa, they what they've been able to do with not spending any money. Yes, Wander Franco got the nice extension going forward. They have other guys they need to, to shore up, but they've also missed on some guys in trades. Like Tyler Glassnow is pitching now, which is great, but Shane Boz has been hurt. Austin Meadows is all around the team. Some of the guys they've acquired over the years, it's the guys like a Luke Rayleigh who's coming out of nowhere that's doing well for them. Randy Arozarena, who was a guy that they got from the Cardinals for just a Matthew Libertor or Libertor who can't even crack the Cardinals rotation and their, their both their rotation is a mess in St. Louis, but like they, those are, that's what they're so good. They're, they're, they're just like the A's at finding guys like a Lucas Ursig. Er, uh, he's a, he's a great example. Brent Rooker is a good example. These are guys that these two teams find and they, they find something they like about them and they make them good. And that's what the teams they've been able to do. And you got Tampa coming in, who's won eight of 10 and you got the A's who won five straight. It's going to be a good series. You know, I'm not saying the A's are going to sweep the Rays, but if they did, that it will be an incredible story if the A's were able to sweep the Rays uh, coming to the Coliseum in a four-game set. But if you can win, if you can split the series, that's a great That's great moving forward because then you're even moving further away from all that talk of the historically bad start, and you, you're putting yourself towards a maybe 50-60 win season, and that's something that we, for myself uh, included, I thought the A's would be over 60 wins this year after winning 60 games last year. Yeah, and I think from from that perspective, it's just kind of interesting when you're heading into series like this, especially coming off of the matchup itself and who we're playing. And I asked Jensen this yesterday, and I want to know your thoughts. What do the A's have to work on in order to make sure, like you said, maybe not a sweep, but there's obviously certain things they need, they need to work on, particularly the first thing that comes to mind. I know you want to talk about him is, you know, the bullpen and where Fuji should go and how the A's should manage their bullpen. And I'm going to assume they'd obviously don't want to dip into it too early, but it's definitely probably one of their 
weaker spots heading into this homestand. Yeah. And, you know, Fuji pitched well yesterday in the ninth inning in a tied game. And we're, you know, a lot of us, myself included, I thought first thing I thought, I'm like, okay, Fuji's coming in in a tied game. Let's see what he does. And he got out of it. And then he comes in today, he pitches on back to back days. He goes in, he goes a third of an inning and he walks two batters. And it just, you, you got to find a spot for him. And I don't know. I know Mark Kotze and, and the coaching staff are trying to find a position to put him in to succeed, but I don't know if, if they really have found that yet. Trevor Bay, he was pitching well the last couple outings. Then today he goes the two thirds of an inning. He gives up three runs. He walks three guys. It just wasn't a good showing for Trevor May today coming off of, you know, since he's come off the injured list for, for anxiety, he's pitched pretty well, but this is the first bad start. Our fat, first bad relief appearance. I think he's had, but Sam Long has been Sammy Long has been really good out of the bullpen. Picks up his second save today. His ERA is under three. Another guy, a nice find by the A's. I know the Giants Great had a find by the A's. Yeah, I know he was an opener last year for the Giants, and now he's kind of becoming a bullpen guy for for the A's. So that's a good find. We already mentioned Lucas Ersig. We know how good Sam uh, Sammy spin rate can be for the A's, but I think it's finding the spots for Fuji and what you want, what you need with Trevor May. Something they need to keep working on going down. Uh, down the road because we've seen some updates on some guys that could be coming back and throwing programs. I don't know if you have that in front of you. Um, I think, was it, was it Martin that tweeted it out before the game about just the health updates on some of the, some of the players. I know Drew was I have them in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So Freddie Tarnock will throw a bullpen tomorrow in Oakland before heading to triple a Las Vegas on Thursday. And then Kirby Steed will pitch for Vegas on Wednesday and Drew Rosinski, his GI has improved, but now he's dealing with the low-grade sprain of his MCL. But there are some good news. There is some good news surrounding Mason Miller, and he's continuing a throwing program, which is good because remember we actually hosted the pre and post game show that day because we heard some, I guess, promising news when it came to Mason Miller, and it looks like he got a positive, you know, second reinforcement or second opinion and the beauty of that is we've been able to see Luis Medina who keeps building up his starts but having Mason Miller back would be huge obviously when you're throwing 100 plus and the way you are things aren't going to go in the direction you would like with that arm so I'm glad to see that there's some positives out there I saw Kirby throw on the mound recently he looked good but it was just my eye I'm not you know a scout or anything but I thought he looked solid yeah and and it's good to hear about some of those guys coming back, you know, especially guys like Zach Jackson, guys in the bullpen that can really help out. Kirby Sneed hasn't really, you know, he had an up and down year last year, um, hasn't been around this year. But the biggest thing for the bullpen still is they walk too many. They walk too many guys. Now, the ERA coming into the series against the Brewers was 612. It's now down to six. The starters ERA going into the series against the Brewers was 696. It's now, I believe, 675 last time I checked. So you're seeing – the pitching staff get better, but the walks are still there. The, the starting pitchers have walked 145 batters, uh, which is actually not the most in Major League Baseball. It's tied for third most. And J.P. Sears didn't walk anybody today, but the bullpen, uh, the bullpen, when it comes to walks, I had it coming into the series. But right now, the bullpen has walked 165 batters in 277 and two-thirds innings. That's over almost 40 more than the next closest, which is the Colorado Rockies. They got to get better at that. All the walks today, all six today were by the bullpen. There were three by May, two by Fuji, and one by Ersig. And they, that's something they need to work on, but the bullpen's gotten better. Yeah. The area's gone down, and they're they're not going to up the long ball, which is, is a good sign. 
I will say knowing that there's only really one thing that the team needs to work on is certainly positive news heading into such an intense homestand. I feel like there were not too long ago, we were, we didn't really know where to start on the drawing board with this team. So it's good to know they can kind of single out what needs to be improved. Coming up next on the A's clubhouse show on A's cast and the A's radio network, we take a look at the out of town scoreboard and what's on deck. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. 
We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the newest product of the season, Topps Series 2 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Cody Elias and Jessica Kleinschmidt here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The A's, 8-6 victory over the Milwaukee Brewers at American Family Field. It feels so weird not to call it Miller Park. They've now won five in a row. That's tied for the hottest, hottest team in Major League Baseball with the Arizona Diamondbacks. But it's time to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. We'll go over some finals right now. In Pittsburgh, the Pirates win 2-3 or against the Mets as they win 2-1 today in Pittsburgh. It's delayed in the bottom of the ninth, but the Rockies and Padres are tied at four. Nice debut for Coco Montez. He hits a two-run homer to tie the game in the eighth as the game is now in the ninth tied. The Giants lead the Cubs 10-3, and we'll look back at some finals from earlier today. As I mentioned, Arizona wins their fifth in a row against Detroit. Detroit's now lost nine straight. Uh, they're now 26 and 37. Houston gets shut out by Cleveland 5 nothing. Baltimore 11 3 over the Royals. The Royals have one more win than the A's after the historic start by the A's. And we'll talk about the Royals. Royals stink right now. They've lost six straight. Uh, and it was Baltimore is now 41 and 24. Phillies take down the Dodgers 7 3. The uh, Washington Nationals 6 2 over the Braves. The Braves were hot and they now lost. Toronto, 7-6 over the Minnesota Twins, 7-6. Nate Pearson's now 4-0 for Toronto. The Rays, Shane McClanahan, his 10th win. He has a 2-1-8 ERA as they beat Texas 7-3. They're 48-20, and they're coming to Oakland starting tomorrow at the Coliseum. The Miami Marlins, 37-29. They win 6-5 over the White Sox. They're playing good baseball. A.J. Puck with his seventh save of the year. And and in in St. Louis, the Cardinals are now 27 and 39 after they fall to the Reds, four three. The Reds have a nice young team with De La Cruz now up, and some of the other, Spencer Steer and some of the young guys they have playing for them, Jonathan India. Um, they they're they're going to be a team to be. That, and there's a couple teams in the NL Central. I'm I'm not. Throwing Joey Votto's going to be back soon. Votto's going to be back. Uh, as I said the other day on Ace Cast Live, Ryan Noda is Joey Votto light right now. So if he doesn't, but I did I did hear that, and it you know it's fine. I said that because he doesn't hit a lot of home runs just yet. So he's like Joey Votto because yeah. he, he has the fourth best on-base percentage in Major League Baseball. But now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs. 
Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Tomorrow, A's Cast Live with Johnny Dosco, myself, and Ray Jensen at 4 o'clock from the Coliseum. We're going to have Andy Freed, one of the radio voices of the Tampa Bay Rays, to talk about how good the Rays are and to talk about the passing of one of our good friends, Dave Wills. Uh, Andy and Neil Solons are doing a great job filling in for Dave since he passed in spring training. It was a sad time, but so it'll be nice to catch up with Andy. Hopefully we're going to have someone from the, from, uh, from the A's because I put an extensive listen to our PR staff for players, and that's what's going to be coming up on A's Cast Live. And then at 6, we're going to have A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron with Johnny Dosco, and then A's and Rays at 640. James Caprillion on the mound against, well, the Rays haven't announced yet, so that's what we're looking at tomorrow. A's Cast Live starting at 4 o'clock right here on A's Cast in the A's Radio Network. Jess, it was great to be back on post game with you. We're going to be back on Friday against the Phillies drone show that day. Yeah, I'm going to you have to help help like me pay attention because I love me some drone show. It's my favorite. I think it's a Pixar drone show, too, which makes it even Good more. Ciao. Yeah, so I get to see Buzz Lightyear reach for the sky. And as long as I play Woody saying there's a snake in my boots, that's all. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want to hear. From They're definitely going to play You Have a Friend in Me, I bet. Uh, that's a song I danced to my wedding with with my mom. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, she had no idea why I picked that. I'm like, well, I like Toy Story, so deal with it. It's my wedding, not yours. Okay. So that's what we want. But we have a lot to unpack later, I guess, Cody. It's fine. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack in my life. Uh, a lot of people need need to understand that. So tomorrow, A's Cast Live starting at four o'clock. A's win eight six today. Sweep the Milwaukee Brewers for their first sweep of the year. Five game winning streak. Rays in town tomorrow at the Coliseum. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Jess. It was great to see you and everyone. We'll see you tomorrow right here on AceCast in the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.